1944, my grandfather crossed the Atlantic to join the European campaign of World War II. He rarely spoke of the war in any detail, but upon the passing of both my grandfather and grandmother, his belongings were left to me. The following podcast consists of readings from two primary sources. The first is a battle journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion in the 7th Armored Division of the United States Army. The second source is the letters my grandfather, Jack Ginther, sent to my grandmother, Betty Jane Ginther. Unfortunately, my grandfather had to destroy my grandmother's correspondence after receiving it in Europe. Some of the sentiments expressed will seem out of date. I've done my best to transcribe the letters, but that in and of itself is a challenge. Also, I apologize for my pronunciation of certain villages and cities cited in the documents. I wish my grandparents were still here so that I could have a dialogue about the contents contained within this material, but this one-way conversation will have to do. From the Battle Journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion, 7th Armored Division, United States Army. A training program for a six-day week was inaugurated 28th of May, 1945, insofar as maintenance, security, and training requirements permitted, and expanding recreational and athletic program was planned. A battalion movie theater was set up in Conern, and plans were made for battalion, battery, and division volleyball, softball, and hardball teams. Division Artillery opened an artillery photographic studio, offering portrait work and film developing and printing service. Local but not base censorship was lifted, and restrictions on telling where one is located were removed. PX supplies went on the 100% cash basis, with the abolition of the free cigarette ration enjoyed through combat. Lieutenant Levin was appointed Battalion PX officer and started plans for setting up a battalion post-exchange. Pass privileges were liberalized, and several quotas for passes and leaves to Paris, the Riviera, and the United Kingdom were received. Security problems were not neglected. Six roadblocks were established to cut down unauthorized traffic throughout the battalion area, and three factories and or supply dumps put under guard in addition to the necessary guard of military installations. All German military and former military personnel in the area were screened and checked for proper discharge papers. Traffic control was assisted by elements of the Division Military Police Platoon, who were attached to the battalion for rations. On 30th of May, the battalion was informed that upon the departure of the 104th Infantry Division from their area to the south of the battalion, we would move into Hall and take over supervision of areas in the vicinity of that city. Memorial Day services were held 30th of May in honor of the battalion's 13 officers and men killed during our combat period, 9th of August 1944 to 9th of May 1945. The division had 1,101 killed in action during this period. On June 1st, the battalion was still in position in and around Conern, Germany, with headquarters in Conern, A at Lobijon, B in Bessenlaubenlegen, C in Demenz, and service battery in Rothenburg. The battalion government first priority during this period to personnel and vehicular maintenance, with training whenever possible. The tourist trade of the European people is continuing to cause a great deal of worry and work to the troops concerned. Letter from my grandfather, 1st of June, 1945, Conern, Germany. My darling, I'm ashamed of myself for not writing in the last five days, 
But Betty, I had two meetings and two court-martials, so that took care of every night, and with payday yesterday, I've been kept busy. I'm enclosing two $100 money orders. I sure don't need the money. I drew both April and May pay, so the Army don't owe me anything. Betty, we are in the North Army at present, and none of us know what is going to happen to us. Sure wish I knew. Got two packages today, number 33 and 34. Both had popcorn in them, so I surely will pop that tonight. Also, three letters. So Bob came and gone already. Sure wish I could have come home. Also stated that Warren had left for the Pacific. He sure has had it nice, and in the Navy it is a lot better than the Army. At least you have a bed to sleep in each night. In the Army I never sleep in one from August until once in February, and then now. Betty, you and I really screwed up on this point system. Guess it was mostly my fault. Look at what they get for having children. That is worth 12 months service or 6 months of combat. I sure don't see how it could count that much, but that is the way it goes. If I would have had one child, I would have 86 points. But the way it is, I only have 74. So you see, I'm sweating out a Pacific assignment. Sure hope I don't get in any other unit. Well, darling, that is about all for this day. I'll write you again tomorrow. At present, I don't know of a single thing coming up. I miss you terrible, honey. Guess I'll come home. All my love, Jack. Thank you for listening. I'm enjoying learning about and sharing my grandfather's experience. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and leave a review on the podcasting service of your choice. Thanks again.